you're going to have to work your way up to be able to get to real estate. Not a lot of people. Some of me, you know, most of us might get left down a, a house if, you know, grandma die or something like that. But you're going to have to work your way up to buying a crib most in most cases. So all these businesses, all these opportunities that multiple in income streams that we're doing is to be able to build the cash flow is ultimately what's going to build your probably most wealth and make it generational and make it passive for the most part wow. is real estate. This principle of success is called the mastermind principle. The, 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 the Mastermind Your Life podcast. podcast. If you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the Mastermind Your Life podcast. With Tolu Owoyemi. Owoyemi. Hey, 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 what's going on, my masterminders? Welcome to another episode of Mastermind Your Life. We got Ralph Means Business in the house, aka the income strategist, teaching you guys gems from two-row credit, business funding, digital, everything plus one. Yo, Ralph, welcome to the show. Lulu, I appreciate you having me. It's a pleasure to be here, brother. Real for real, you know, I love these kind of talks this is gems being shared to the community. This is branding. This is uh, social media presence. And at the same time, you know, developing relationships at a high level, you know, people that are going places, people that are getting things done. So mm -hmm. like, thank you for being you and taking the knowledge, executing, building, yeah. keeping that momentum going. So we appreciate you big time. Yes, sir. That's what we got to do. You know, it's, 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 it's definitely a great thing right now to see this explosion of entrepreneurship and culture to be able to connect with like minded individuals like yourself and to be able to spread this word. You know, it's a powerful thing. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. I think, you know, it's this era that we live in, the information age, you know, there's so yeah. much information here but you know i think i was looking at a video the other day it was like if there's so much information why isn't everybody getting to the bag why isn't you know why isn't everybody you know on, on that next stage and it's interesting because now we get to talk to you and what you've been able to accomplish how you're helping people with the car rental business the mm -hmm. and a lot of different things but talk to us about early early you know even before two row and things like were you you know working corporate america were you an entrepreneur like side hustles going on how did you kind of get into the game the space with this and tell us a little bit about the upbringing and everything yeah definitely in a nutshell bro that was really it right there you, you that you laid it out um but more personally you know so i'm from philadelphia and just growing up, you know, same story, um, you know, low income, uh, single, single mom, you know, see my mom grind it out, you know, up to this day, you know, pretty much sacrifice everything to put me, you know, where I am. So um, going to school, play sports, and I eventually wound up graduating from Temple in Philadelphia, born and raised, like I said. So graduated from Temple and went straight to corporate America. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, though, I'm still in corporate America. So um, just an example 
of not only being able to create multiple income streams and embrace entrepreneurship on the side, but as well as still have your nine to five as a you know reliable income stream to, to build the foundation so you can go into these other endeavors. So um, as I in high school, in college, I had a job lined up uh, at the job I'm still at now, a financial firm. My degree is in finance. So I always had a knack for kind of business. Wow. Uh, you know, making money, deals, um, and started off as a financial advisor, you know, so dealing with stocks, bonds, portfolio, wealth management, right? So that's what really started my foundation, you know, for the business side of things, right? Growing mm. businesses, helping businesses, the numbers behind everything. But a lot of the clientele in a big firm like I'm in, is not our demographic, right? Not a lot of people from where I'm from, right? That's right. So I decided, I'm like, how, like, that was the conflict. How can I bring this and bridge the gap to the culture and the people, you know, the people that I that I grew up with? Because, you know, for real, when you look at, you know, the, the guys I grew up with, my homies and stuff like that, you know, I, I'm one or two, you know, of the dudes who went to college and went to corporate America. So when I go back, you know, to my neighborhood, you know, even before the multiple streams of incomes and things like that, just making it out and getting into corporate America, you know, is a blessing in itself. But I'm just like, well, how, you know, everybody doesn't relate to that where we came from. Mm. So I had to kind of turn over. I'm like, how can I bring value to people very similar demographic to us? And, you know, uh, definitely a, a big you know, I, I don't want to say gift and a curse, but kind of good things and bad things came from the pandemic, right? So 2020, early 2020, we all, you know, pretty much got sent home. A lot of people work from home. Yeah. And that's what when I really got to dive into having a lot more time on my hands and uh, embracing, we all started embracing online, right? So I already just started my business like 2019, just brought a multi-unit uh, in the end of 2019 and the pandemic happened early 20, which kind of sat me down and got me on the internet. And once I got on the internet and seen the way you can tie in the internet and infor available information, like you said, like just the vast amount of information I can learn, tie it in with the internet, the things that I'm already doing and create multiple income streams. It kind of just made this tornado of like, skill sets and different side hustles that eventually turned into skills that turned into businesses. Um, and that's kind of really how like my, my, you know, upbringing to education turns into what I'm doing now. So, you know, now working with not only, uh, you know, a nine to five income stream, but as I said, you know, multi-unit real estate properties, uh, or property, uh, Toro cars, uh, online business, so digital marketing, you know, we digital products, things like that, content creation, um, all really stem from being at home and trying to translate my nine to five corporate career back to the community and, and showing people like us it's, it's possible, you know, to level up with the opportunities available. And that's extremely powerful because when we look at the frequency or the wave pattern how people are thinking especially we're seeing the explosion you know black female entrepreneurship we're seeing everybody runaway billionaire new to entrepreneur we it's everybody just literally coming out and saying hold on wait a minute 
I control my own destiny. Entrepreneurship is a way for me to live the lifestyle that I want to live. And it's pretty crazy. But this is this is the question right here. Like being within that corporate America, you know, mm -hmm. environment and then working on people's wealth management, their portfolios, their finances. What did that teach you? How did that shape your mindset? Like how did how did that influence you? Yeah, definitely. Great question. So when you see these opportunities of investing, you know, high level money, I'm talking hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars in people's portfolio wow. and that, right, it's not banking. They're investing in stocks. They're investing in long term assets. Right. So what that did for me was really teach me that one it's possible to have that amount of money like you really seeing millions of dollars in portfolios but then also over time over years you seeing how growth really happens and like that was my first look into one of course like you know stocks and investing and, and managing portfolios but actually being able to invest money into something and have it grow over time and i think one thing that's interesting is because you know being exposed to it it's like you said it changes your belief system and say yo if they can do it i can do it because a lot of people right. they're never exposed to things like that um you know deontay around the block he didn't really got much uncle day day they ain't doing nothing you know Aunt Jamil ain't got nothing to show so they never see anything like that and so it's like subconsciously and consciously they kind of set their beliefs that well i can only achieve this much i'm just going to do a, go ahead and do the same thing that everybody around me does um right. what what did you deal with those people like in person so not in person we're actually like unique in the, in the fact that it's more of a digital aspect so and that was a little bit more of an introduction into actually having virtual interaction because our interaction is virtual and over the phone. Mm. Um, so we, we do have physical locations that we go into as corporate employees, but we don't have clients coming. So it was like over video. Exactly. Now, what were, what were some of the characteristics that you noticed, especially of the ones that were like high performers with their stock indexes or their portfolios or the ones that was like, man, like this thing is just growing crazy, man. Like what's this guy doing? Like what were some of the things that you noticed about them or like their mindset? So the funny thing is, bro. Uh, so as a financial advisor, as somebody who, who like manages portfolio, the people who you interact with don't really like understand investing a lot, right? They don't understand the stock market. So we're the experts in, in investing. Whereas though, you know, what I came to understand about a lot of these people who aren't in our demographic, who have money is like, they have opportunity of employment or uh, inheritances. You know, you see people, you know, dying and inheriting, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and you see high paying employees or people who own businesses, you know, doctors, physicians, you know, tech companies that pay, you know, $200,000, $300,000 salaries. But they knew to invest that, hey, like literally, man, I got all this money sitting around. I need something to do with it. All right. That's not something you hear where we from. Like, yeah, man, I got 30000 in the bank. I need something to do. I'm like, okay, let's invest it here. But I, I got to see that one, having that amount of money was, you know, possible, but also 
these people, you know, just know to invest, but they aren't experts themselves either. Mm -hmm. So if we could, like, if you could have that information and, you know, find these, get these resources, why not, why, why can't, you know, we do the same thing? So what I learned about them is that, you know, they normal people too. It's just they had other opportunity. So if we can close the gap on the opportunity, if we educate ourselves, you know, we can uh, we can advance and we can elevate. So yeah. I just learned it was super possible, and, that, and they're normal as well. That's that's dope because you know, and I think some people do try to be like, well, you know, the white people, man, they got and they try to make them see, um, oh, it's a class of their own, and we just don't fit in that kind of. We should just be okay, but. One thing that's interesting is looking at these next couple of millennials, you know, looking at people a little bit older, you know, looking at the young ones, like everything is changing incredibly quickly just because of social media. You know, the internet is showing people literally, we are watching people's lives on a day-to-day basis of them coming out of poverty, of them uh, flipping the situation from a negative to a positive, of them going through like situations that is like, worse 10 times worse than some of us have ever seen so and i was talking to um i i, I was talking to bro earlier today you know about this that 10 20 years from now everybody's going to be like yo what did you do with the information era you know like the era of digital marketing and the products and two row and airbnb and shopify and the e-commerce and facebook ads and google it's a new wave bro it's a new wave it's like so when you say like having that opportunity things like that first is the mindset you got to understand it's a, it's a lifestyle you know, the same lifestyle, we're not the same lifestyle, but the same way you see the lifestyle projected that you think is cool, right? That lifestyle of like, I'm super cool, but I don't care about nothing. You know, I'm just going to get money some way, but it's not going to be the legal way. And I need super expensive clothes, but nothing else. Mm-hmm. And like being educated and, you know, receiving information is like not cool. That's a lifestyle. But what this is, is a different, like with 2020 and the internet, social media and the access to information is showed, showing us is it's a whole nother lifestyle we can incorporate with us and still be cool. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like still be cool if you know what I'm saying. So like owning a Toro business, having, you know, multi-unit real estate, having Airbnbs, having a hundred thousand dollars in credit, having multiple cars, is cool and you can do it the right way so like it's a lifestyle and you got to just you know pick a lifestyle definitely now from being within corporate america like what was the first venture out in terms of you know what i'm gonna take destiny more in my hands i'm gonna start this side hustle was it real estate was it two role was it which one kind of came first that you dipped your hands into and was like this is the journey i'm gonna set out on Good question. So let me preface that by saying, you know, I handle money and have a degree in finance and worked at a finance firm for about three years before I knew anything about entrepreneurship, ownership and creating additional multiple income streams for myself. Wow. So, you know, I always preface that it's a mindset. I was a good employee. I had benefits still had benefits a great 401k so yeah i was like you know taking the steps but i still this was the thing so right before the pandemic right you know 
right before I, I went on this journey and like probably like 2019, I'm like, I got a good job, you know, went to school and one, you still got school debt too. I mean, like I said, where I'm from, you got to get loans and subsidized, unsubsidized mm. to get through school. So definitely still got school debt. I'm just like, went through school, graduated, got a good corporate job. I'm still living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. So I'm just like, something got to give. And that's when I started, you know, diving in on these resources, podcasts, the internet, social media, the right way. And I learned about real estate. Mm. I mean, and a bit, shout out to uh, like Bigger Pockets. That was probably like my first thing I really started tapping into with Bigger Pockets real estate podcast. And I learned about like house hacking mm. and multi-unit, buying multi-units, living in one and renting out the other, owning the property, paying the rent and keeping what's left over. Um, off of an FHA loan, mm. three and a half percent down. So the first thing that I did really when I when I made the transition, shifted my mindset was go after this FHA loan to get a multi-unit because I was living in an apartment, a one bedroom. Mind you, like where I'm from in Philly is, you know, it's not the worst place. It's a, it's a good neighborhood. Um, so I'm paying like fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars well, like thirteen, fourteen for one bedroom, living paycheck to paycheck, corporate job. Wow. In my, tw- in my 20s at that point. So I'm just like, I gotta get something gotta give. So first thing I did was actually buy a property, a multi-unit, which wound up being a triplex, which means it's three units. And I just said, hey, I'm gonna live in the basement. Um, you know, I'm gonna chalk it up, live in the basement, and then have two tenants above me and let those uh, rents pay my mortgage and actually have some cash flow left over. So that was my first venture into multiple income streams. And, you know, bigger pockets has almost become synonymous with real estate. You know, I think the guy's name is Brandon something. Uh, a lot of members he's got the beard and yeah, with the beard. All yeah. real estate. <laughs> Everybody that I've spoken to that did something with real estate, they always mention bigger pockets. So it's, it's fascinating oh. to see how big of an impact bigger pockets has on maybe yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and they, they interview everybody. That, that their podcast is super crazy. They they got the YouTube channel. They have the website. You know, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other exciting part about it is the fact that where would we have come to know about like house hacking? You know, things of that nature, bird, the flip method, the wholesaling. So, talk to us because he said you bought a triplex, like. How was that experience like? Like literally you're in it, then from there, you, you're bringing in two other roommates to kind of, you know, uh, rent out the other units too. And they cover the cost of the entire rent. Plus you have cash flow. I'm right there with you though. I'm right at Bigger Pockets, huge resource. And yeah, that was, that was really the first thing for me. It gave me that information on how to obtain that first property. Yeah. And I think, you know, they said that from like multi-millionaires and millionaires, they said real estate was really one of the major vehicles when it comes to generational wealth building. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you at the end of the day, that is the wealth creator. Everything we doing, like I said, from where my perspective, you know, my community, a lot of that is, is, is my demographic and coming from where I'm coming from. You're going to have to work your way up to be able to get to real estate. Not a lot of people. Some of me, you know, most of us might get left down a, a house if, you know, grandma died or something like that. But you're going to have to work your way up to buying a crib. 
most in most cases. So all these businesses, all these opportunities that multiple un- income streams that we're doing is to be able to build the cash flow is ultimately what's going to build your probably most wealth and make it generational and make it passive for the most part wow. is real estate. So know that it's a stepping stone to build your cash flow to where you can build a real estate portfolio to where that pays you as well. So that is the yeah, ultimate. and it's it's, it's kind of interesting because real estate. I feel like to people when they hear the word real estate, it's so massive. There's like wholesale mm-hmm. flip, bird, da da da. Yep. So people get a five two nine. FHA, VA, they, 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 the property, they get confused. That's like, man, like this is an entire galaxy. Like, yo, where do I start from all of this? Like, what, what how do I even begin? And what would be your advice to somebody? Like you said, you know, hey, unless grandma left you something, like you're gonna have to work your way up. So somebody that is kind of like working their way up, what would be like um, an initial piece of advice, especially if they're like, yo, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at this real estate real quick. Right. Great question. So, and I'm a big advocate of this. And I just literally tweeted this the other day. If if you from where I'm from and you don't got property yet, just do yourself a huge favor and do some research on an FHA loan and buying a multi-unit property. So my piece of advice for you is to go ahead and grab an FHA loan, which means you can do three and a half percent down on a property. Right. As opposed to 20 percent on a conventional loan. So think about a hundred thousand dollar property. You can get it for three and a half thousand. Plus, of course, you gonna have taxes and things like that, depending on how you get it. But as opposed to putting 20,000 down on a property. Right. So it's advantageous in the amount that you need to put down this FHA loan. And it's kind of it's kind of geared more. Now, the pandemic has shifted it a little bit, but still, for the most part, comparison to to a conventional is geared to lower income, lower income threshold, lower credit like threshold as well to get it. So you can go ahead and grab this with, you know, semi good credit, having this this three and a half percent down. And like I said, get a multi-unit property up to four units. So you can really get up to a quad. Oof. You can get up to four units, uh, you know, depending on your market. Depending on your market, quads is hard to get for sure. Even triplex is hard, but even if you get a duplex, you can have somebody help you pay your mortgage or get your mortgage. And the first step to financial freedom, right, is going to be that's like right. cutting that living expense out. Cause that's usually our biggest expense, right? When I was living in an apartment, I'm paying rent. When I'm, you know, living in a, a home, I'm paying a mortgage. So what you need, you know, first step is going to be getting this FHA loan and trying nah, to take this living expense out. You see, like, you just, that's so the information that you just gave just now is golden because he just talked about literally how to uh, eliminate living expenses like fha loan like yo you got to do the research and these are things that it takes people 20 30 years to be like damn i could have done that when i was and you know it's, right. it's the same thing like you know the information and the availability of it and somebody to to point you in the right direction and say this is the attack plan this is a strategy you're going to step a step b step c step b we're going to get you and it's almost like you know when we look at our counterparts a lot of times in those families or those um households this is already common knowledge it's like embedded and ingrained right but then when you come to our situation it's like people 30 35 40 then starting to figure out oh i could have done it like this and but i think 
thank God, you know, with the power of social media and everything that's happening, or even look, this podcast, you, you just dropping gems and diamonds on people like, oh snap, I could do that. Exactly. So something that costs a hundred, I could pick three. Oh man. And really set yourself up for success. Now, after you kind of started venturing into like real estate, what was the next move for you? Were you were you like, hey, let me do Airbnb because it's related to real estate, or were you, uh, hey, let me look at Two Row because man, Two Rows hot. Plus, I got my uh, property now. They need vehicles. Kind of like walk us through kind of like your mindset after the um, after you acquired your triplex. Yeah, good question there too. So, and this is the funny story. So I grabbed you know the triplex like end of 2019, then early 2020 pandemic hit. So grabbing the triplex and, you know, getting everything together, I already had some LLC. So what I what I started doing was like, you know, the LLC and being able to you know have business bank accounts and really start to establish like some credibility with as a business owner and being an entrepreneur owning a business. First thing I started doing is like, you know, just helping other people establish LLCs. Right. Because now. I'm at home and I'm like, I'm on YouTube. So I really, the mindset shift was like, I traded in the TV, the Netflix, you know, all the going out. And then pandemic hit, I just went into YouTube, you know, positive social media and just online education. So I kind of went into helping people create their businesses. So doing LLC registration and like, turning that into like digital marketing. So I was just really big on content creation and helping people build their build their brands because that's what I was doing, right? Um, I'm like, wow, this online stuff is really an opportunity to give back value and also build a community and educate people like myself and build a community where we can educate each other. So starting with the LLCs and then building brands online through like building websites, um, content creation, like I said, things like that was really yeah. the second thing, which kind of happened. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I think that really you know, establishing a brand nowadays, and you know, because everything is just moving online, everything, you know, you know, and it's either you're with it or you're out. And right. the thing about it is that whatever you spend your time, you're gonna eventually spend your money. And you're gonna spend your attention. So we're seeing these brands being built, and we're seeing these these collaborations. Man, the knowledge that's being you know the the circle of CEOs and the the Hen five hundreds and the Nayamayas and the, the you know. Dr- hey, bro, I'm not gonna hold you. Not not uh-huh. to cut you off real quick, but even before, and so and that's a great thing to see. But, and that kind of coincided with the pandemic. But even going into 20, like 2019 ish, going into 2020, when I jumped on YouTube, like when you, when you see our counterparts and they, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 YouTubers, right? But even still giving back, like not YouTubers doing crazy stuff, but YouTubers giving back information, right? Might be about multiple income streams, how to grow your brand, wherever it may be, digital marketing. But they young. And they making hundreds, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, some millionaires. Like they working on the computer from different uh, countries. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And that's what really turned me over. But it did. It was it was dope. To, it's dope to see how the pandemic shifted. And now a lot of us in our culture is catching on. But I mean, a lot of from when I was, you know, when I really started tapping in, was seeing the other side be like 22 making 
$5,000 a month on YouTube, as you just said, uh, doing brand collaborations, doing drop shipping, websites. And I'm like, bro, like from the web, from the computer, from the computer in the, in the crib on vacation somewhere. I'm like, no, I got to bring this back to the culture. I got, so it's good to see, like, we embracing it now. Like I said, it's becoming cool. But I remember I was knocking on like restaurants and barbershops saying like, hey, look, I listen to Ty Lopez. Hey, you can do social media marketing and stuff like that. And from there, mm-hmm. knocking on people's door, hey, yo, yo, I could do that. I would show up with a little binder, hide a little, little documents. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, man. And then from there, <laughs> yep. uh, yep, that'd be the first step. His partner back then. And for three years, it was just running ads, digital marketing in the, in the industry. And one thing that always stuck out yep. to me, and yep. he owned uh, 65% of the business. I owned 35% of the business. But he was about 10 years older than me. So I learned everything. And the crazy okay. part was that he was, uh, he's like Russian. So like this guy was doing like mm-hmm. nine million in like the energy efficiency companies and stuff like that, and uh, yep. he came to get yep. digital marketing, yep. and I was able to see what was going on on the other side. I was like, oh, th- these people are killing it. How people just like scratching the surface, but you know, of course, we're seeing some of these guys that uh, are really shooting out. But I'm so excited because right. I can't wait to see more and more. Uh, people of color, like especially us, you know, take the knowledge and start running with it, start executing, start applying, start changing their generational pattern. And, you know, even with that, the question, you know, that I had for you was that, you know, when you were building your brand, what was some of like the, the values or like um, principles that you were like holding yourself to? You were like, this is what I want to accomplish as I'm building my brand. Now, I just wanted to bring value to people, right? So, I mean, I had a, I had a, I had a strategy, a content strategy, a you know, brand strategy. But at the end of the day, what motivated me was just like everything that I'm doing, because I seen how what I was doing, whether it was buying the the property, doing online, um, you know, eventually going into you know, Toro things like that. But I see how what I was doing, and then you know. Working, you know, with the banks, having these bank accounts, being, you know, deal, dealing with banks, getting money this way as well. Cause it's always stuff in between. Like when you start doing things the legit way, like it's your money just is, is abundant and it just start, it's so many different ways start opportunities start opening up for you. So for me, the driver was like, yo, I got to give people some insight into how easy this is. Cause like I said, you know, from where I'm from, people still on the block, people still, you know, even the people nine to five, like whether you, you know, you, you, you on the streets or you work nine to five, like, you know, stuff is hard, right? It's hard. And I'm just like, yo, it don't gotta be that hard. Or at least while you doing, you know, your thing, it would use this as a multiple income stream on the side. So for me, just the motivator was really, um, or, or my value was to give others the value. One of the, um, uh, KR that does, you know, he's up in Philly and he, he's a multimillionaire and we, we helping him with his ads and everything. One of the things we started noticing is that he had these, uh, reels talking about how to become a multimillionaire, like lesson number nine, lesson number six, seven, and it would get like 70 likes and 11 comments. But then he had a reel. Where he just dancing and acting the fool, talking about, you know, retirement, something like that. And that one had like 280, mm-hmm. almost 300 likes, 70 plus comments. And you see whereby it's like, oh, it should be the other way around. Whereby 
where it's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the millionaire mindset and how to really level up. You think more people will be drawn to that, but it's, it's of him kind of like acting fool, you know, busting a couple of moves down that people are kind of like more drawn to. And I think, you know, it's like, you're right, just being able to mix the two, whereas like you get the info, plus, you know, or, or, or Kendrick Lamar said, you know, you gotta mix the medicine with the candy. Yeah, definitely. So that's the tricky part is finding the balance because now I'm a firm believer, right? That I try to mix everything. Like I want, when you come to my, I want my joint to be an experience, right? I want you to like get the gems, but it's just like, bro, like it's hitting you in a way like you don't want to flick off, right? Um, because like, I'm going to keep it a hundred before I started going into value content, right? And which was 2018, 2019. But before that, it's not like I wasn't on the gram. I was on the gram. And I had pictures up and I was active on it, but I was just, you know, I was, I was, you know, had my swag up and, you know, just posting mm. the pictures of me. But I'm like, like how, let me turn this over. And like you said, find the balance. So let me, how can I keep the, keep the gram, you know, keep the gram, still have my gram popping, but also show what I'm doing. So it's very key to have that balance. But I am also a firm believer. Like, you know, I'm, I, I, I feel as though I'm a pure content creator. So it's just like the dancing and like, yeah, and I was on, right, I probably had a lot more following and growth on TikTok than I had on Instagram as of like 2020, going through 2020. Like my my TikTok shot mm-hmm. up. And that's really where I got into content. So before way before Reels came out, like mm-hmm. you know, my, my little brother uh put me on, on TikTok and I'm just like, all right, some opportunity. I'm like, cause Instagram is hard. You know, like you just said, 70 likes is hard. So, you know, that I was able to build that short form content muscle with the you know, I, maybe I'm a little biased because I can't dance. Uh huh. There's no reason. I don't really got no other option. I gotta make my joint swaggy without without the dancing. You feel me? So, but if you can find the balance and you know, real still bring people in, still give them real gems. The community you build. And that's what it's really it's about your tribe. The community you build know how you bringing it every time. Mm. Like you know. It's cool to mix in some of the goofy stuff too, you know, you still, but you tap in with Ralph, whatever one you click, you getting something crazy, something good. Here's one thing I've always seen. When you cultivate mm-hmm. and you build and you value driven mm-hmm. and you got value all in your post and all in the, in the presentation, whenever you take that and you put money behind it and you push it out to the masses, people will sense that value and follow. And you can quickly accelerate and build your track. I remember like Newt King, he was at 17, like maybe 19K or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now he's about to hit 40. But because he already had like a lot of that massive content, by the time we pushed it out to the masses and we targeted, you can't just pick your ads in front of anybody. You got to target specific interests or like uh, Brie, you know, Brie Hive, the financial coach and things like that. You got to put it in front of the right people. And I was telling people, right. the posts that do right. well organically, by the time you turn that into an mm-hmm. ad, that's a mystery. It's, it's gonna it's gonna carry you and you gone and it, it, it's kind of crazy because there's other entrepreneurs that they come and it's like man yeah ain't nothing i mean you're gonna have to do some surgery bro you're gonna have to start you know posting some different kind of content because people not feeling this they not we can put all the money behind ads but this ain't going nowhere and sometimes this is an experiment you got to experiment to see what what angle you know people right. respond to and the combination of mixing the uh, candy with the medicine but you know 
talking about that, could you talk about why, why is Turo so explosively? Oh, I see every like people die bombing into two, you know, running like what Turo. It just seemed like everywhere Turo, 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 Turo. Like people are they 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 they, they whew, can't wait to get into Turo. Facts, facts. Well, it's popular for two reasons. One. Just because of what people posting mm-hmm. is popular because people seeing the, the cars, you know, the luxury cars, people in Lambos. So people seeing the lifestyle. And then two, you know, this is what I what I preach on, you know, really why it's, it's popular and it's popping right now is because it's accessible. It's a low barrier to entry. Almost all of us have a vehicle and going through the pandemic where we didn't have mo- a lot of us didn't have to drive to work and the cars mm-hmm. sitting in the driveway. And that's kind of where I was at. It was an easy way to get into a kind of made for you business that could create you more cash flow. So that's really for me when why is, you know, what's the big draw behind it? Like, yo, you seeing everybody <laughs> from Atlanta and, 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 and Miami and Lambo trucks. And then you're like, oh, all I need is a Camry. I got a Camry. Cool. <laughs> so, you know, that's the draw. Because it's almost like I see and, you know, entrepreneurship is a really interesting dynamic. But some of the, the I, I don't want to use the word lower level, but some of the ones that starting out, it seems like they immediately run towards that. Or they're like, oh, I got a little bit of money. Oh. Yo, I got my new keys. Yo, I got the five day right. It's on, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. We we understand, but then you see like different entrepreneurs. Like as you mature, you're like, oh, okay, that's just another source of income. That's not necessarily should be my whole business blueprint. I shouldn't base everything on that. However, we're seeing people like uh, Pushman Mitch, CEO Maddie J. You know, there's a there's a lot of people. Uh, Brian uh, uh, Robinson, infamous CPA, wealthy George, that are advocating it and pushing for it. But the thing that I like, and I want to hear your own thoughts on this, is that even though you start there, I think it helps to build your business acumen, like like the experience as an entrepreneur. So, kind of like, can you talk about how, like, you know, being in in, in the car rental business, it kind of helped um, build your entrepreneurial muscles and kind of like. What have you seen it do for like, you know, people that are, are part of your group or people that you work with or people that you mentor or coach? Yeah, great question there. So, and those are all the bros too. So, you know, shout out to them because we all on the same, all on the same path. You feel me? We all chasing, you know, a bag and it's just another way to create mm-hmm. cash flow. So for me, um, what it teaches me about entrepreneurship is, first of all, like I said before, starting with the LLCs is like, yo, everything start with having a business, right? So, you know, when people think about LLC, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, you don't know what you want to do? You don't know what, where, where you can start a business at? All right, you got a car, you can start a business. So one, it taught me on at least having a business is important, right? And mm. managing it. Like Come managing a business, Come on, not only just about the car, you know, the car stuff, right? Where people get hung up is just like you say, oh, I got a new wheel. That's not the Toro game. Like that's not the Toro hire car game. Like getting a new car is not the game. You feel me? That's like that's like leveraging credit and financing and debt management. You feel me? Like what you got to do after that is actually get in the Toro game, right? You got to list the car. You got to understand the protections. You got to make sure it cash flow and, and, you know, do all the little stuff too and, and understand the entire car sharing space. 
So for me, it actually just taught me how to lock in and understand the nuances. Like I, I got cars that got total. Um, you know, I got um, cars that got damaged. I, you know, people smoking in the cars. Uh, just learning how to deal with actual people and then automate a business. So another big key is it taught me how, all right, you have something going. How can you make it more passive to where it makes you money and you don't have to exchange your time for it? So it taught me how to be intuitive and, and make something automated. So where I don't have to be in it as much as well, too. So talk about the course and you know how it can guide them and, and push them in the right direction and give them the tips and the tools and the trade to get started with. I aim to do there, what, what we do as a community there is give you the A to Z on how to really start this business, manage this business, and then automate it, right? Um, you know, you can definitely scale the business up with this blueprint. You can scale the business up to 10, 20 plus cars, but I also, you know, want to make it, make it known that, you know, when you see people with 20, 30 cars, that's kind of the, you know, anomaly, right? You know, it's, it's one out of every hundred or thousand that's got 30 cars. That you may not want it to be your full business, but what my course is going to be able to do is give you the A to Z on every step that allows you to understand, you know, do I want it to be a one car business, five car business, 30 car business, right? But give you the formula to protect yourself as far as insurances, protection plans, um, like you said, GPS, uh, things like that and educate yourself and like I said, automate the business. So, you know, the car sharing master mm-hmm. course is everything you need to know about Toro, obtaining the cars and then actually running the bit. Like that's a big thing people miss. Run this play, tap in. And like I said, look, we went through the mistakes for everybody, right? The cars being totaled, the cars being taken, you know, not getting reimbursed. It's the blueprint connecting the dots that people are missing, right? You can go get all the tips you want. That's what's going to drop people in because a lot of times people don't understand is that whenever you have like a course or something, a program, something like that, the more complex it is, the more questions people are going to have about it. So when you offer some kind of live element or group support coaching this thing, it helps kill a lot of objections in their mind in terms of, oh, I won't be able to do it. I'm going to have too many questions that I'm going to give up. You're like, ah, we got a group of successful people, right? We uh, fleet owners and things of that nature. And even when, when I spoke to uh, Ryan and George and then they added that element in, that completely just took off for them in Kajabi and for people and even us using it to uh, tie in the testimonials for this uh, ad cycle strategy. So, you know, I love that fact because at the same time, the coach or the entrepreneur, you put yourself out mm-hmm. there amongst the people that actually, because I know some entrepreneurs, here's a course, and, and then they, they, they're gone. And it, it, it's like, don't do that because when you're in that sauce, with the feedback and you're in the middle, those people are affiliates. They're already coming along for the uh, journey, so they're gonna be a part of what you're doing next. Um, and even, you know, talking about next and talk about kind of like what you've seen, like kind of like what are some of the moves you're gonna be making in the near future in terms of like Turo and kind of like what, how you wanna strategically move forward. The tap back though on just the group community, like I said, I'm from, I'm a man of the people. I'm from where we all from. And like, I like tapping in with us. You feel me? Um, the fact, and I'm blessed, bro. The fact that, you know, I got 
multiple thousand people who follow my page, who like my content. And when I send out a message and we tap in, bro, I'm getting a good amount of people in the less either whether it be group coaching in the lives live video bro that's a blessing so you know the group element private facebook group um the group coaching man that was like that's not even that's not even a work for me you feel me that's like the fact that i got a bad chaser community who ready to come in get the gym and then when we in coaching they tell me how they just got cars and they just you know dropped off something at the airport for 120 dollars and they're at home it's a 500 trip so we in there going crazy like and that's you know so just to, like that was nothing yeah. man group like man that's why i'm on the gram and that's why i like to go yeah, live and do all that because like to have people who really want to hear what i got to say because you know a lot of people from where that and you know in the hood from where i'm from like they don't even want to hear what i got to say you know i try to start with my homies like yo we gotta do this, do this, do this. they go like, all right bro all right i go on the gram and i got people tapping out. i'm like all right yo, we we going up so yeah the group the group group uh aspect of it you know i love that's one of my favorite parts um but when we start to think about what's next like i said the goal is to manage this business accordingly and make it as passive as possible. That's the goal with all businesses and all aspects of money making, you know, events or tasks automated. So I can go sit on the beach or whatever I like to do or whatever you like to do while it makes money. Right. And that's when, like we started off saying and being in that financial wealth management space taught me is like these people got hundreds of thousands of dollars letting it make money for them while they, you know, chilling in Florida on the beach. So if you know that's still the goal what i want to do is use this real estate use this toro you know thinking about this airbnb spaces as well too especially to you know to incorporate it with multi-unit you know investing and real estate investing as a whole i think that's a whole thing itself but what i'm what i want to do is use all these income streams and you know build just a whole cycle of 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 a, of and multiple income streams to where i can increase my my wealth with real estate right it's it all is just going to using this these fha loans to get multi-units and then when you got enough so i map it out for you like this when you get into this total game you're eventually building up enough cash flow to where you can get that first fha loan right now you got five ten thousand dollars and you can get that first fha loan all from renting your car out which can make you five hundred dollars a month 10 months you save that up that's five thousand right let alone you get multiple cars you can get five ten grand in a couple months if you're diligent and responsible with your business which we teach you how to do man you know this hold on we gotta activate this man we got we gotta activate this is this is straight up gems right here anybody that is listening to this he just gave you all the blueprint to generational wealth he just gave you all the blueprint to mindset he just gave you all the blueprint to taking the 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 income that you have right now damn son where'd you find this oh hold on hold, hold, hold on man because this 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 right here this is right here this is right here, man. And it, it's it's phenomenal because if people can really understand this from an early age, like oof. And look, I want everybody out there to go follow this man. Go show some love. Like, look, go subscribe to his Instagram. Go subscribe to his YouTube. Go hit that follow button. Look, 
at the end of the day, who's giving y'all knowledge like this? And that's the thing I like about it is that you're just not especially only in tour. They're like, nah, once you get that up and running, let's talk about some of these other plays. Let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about stocks. Let's talk about uh, building that portfolio. Let's talk about building that generational wealth. And I think that that's what's needed. We need more conversations like this as black men, as men in the community, as people that, you know, the next couple of generations are going to look up to. So, you know, that's why I'm super excited. And I always say, you know, thank you for taking these decisions and building yourself like like this and you know making that connection and putting the information out there because it's a scratch on the surface really you know the internet is still <laughs> look at social instagram was what, how many years ago it's 2014 20, something like that so you know it's still new it's oof, nothing but opportunity out here yo until next time my mastermind is again if you're listening to this you're listening to the voice of mastermind your life yo go ahead tap in secure the bag get the course if you're thinking about the car rental game you're thinking about two row you, and i know you're out there you listening to it you're saying oh man look i was gonna get started last month man i was gonna get started three weeks ago man i've been looking at seeing what they doing online blah, blah, blah. look it's either you're going to take action or you're just going to be one of them people. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Five years. You're going to see somebody else who did it and where they at. And you're going to say to yourself, dang. And that's how, you know, people start getting bitter and start getting nasty, start getting, you know, all, you know, down on themselves. A- exactly. Exactly. So until next time, my masterminders, me and Ralph are going to chop it up for a little bit. We appreciate you. Much love. Keep on pushing, y'all. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.